Decor with Shannon Fogarty. Arts and entertainment for the Midlands. With the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCrowTheatre.com It is Thursday evening and that means it is time for Encore with Shannon Fogarty. This is the Midlands dedicated arts show bringing you the absolute best of what's happening in the arts in Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. To get in touch, you can pop me a text or a WhatsApp to 083 30 10 103 or you can follow us across our social media channels at Midlands 103. If you want to be a part of the show, of course, you can just send me an email on court at midlands103.com. So here is what is coming up on the show tonight. From a successful football career to a singer-songwriter, MJ Tierney will be on to chat about his musical journey. Port Arlington will celebrate the 18th Culture Night on Friday September 22nd so we find out what events have been organised for that and Porik Rin will be on to go through a very special world premiere event happening at the Dunamay's Arts Centre but first on the show let's dive into the world of art inspired by music and lyrics. So we have a special guest, Claire Guinan, whose In Harmony exhibition is set to open at the Atrium in Mullingar. And Claire's work not only captures the essence of music, but also features prominent figures from the Irish music scene. Claire, thank you for joining me on the show tonight. So you have an exhibition coming to the Atrium in Mullingar very soon, and it's called In Harmony. So it's based around music and lyrics. How did this all come about? Um, so the exhibition, the last exhibition I had was uh, portraits of prominent figures in the Irish music scene. So this exhibition is um, it's a different way to explore music, I suppose. Um, I've always, yeah, I've always been interested in the lyrics. And when I was younger, I used to always listen to songs and repeat. Um, I used to listen to a lot of tapes, and a lot of the the sleeves didn't have lyrics in it so I used to always listen to the songs over and over again re-listen to the words So music is a serious inspiration for your art um, is there, has there ever been a specific song or an artist that has had a profound impact on your art? Well I don't really have one song um, or an artist like, I mean there's so many um, people that I'm like uh, I love at the moment like Jeff Buckley Florence the Machine um, Sinead O'Connor um uh, there's a band called Sleeping At Last that I've, I've discovered recently, which is really, I really, really like them. Um, I suppose like music is like so powerful and so full of emotions. And like when you hear a song, it can, it can bring you back to a certain time or memory. Um, you know, like if for a first dance or if someone passed away, that's the kind of emotion the song has or music has. Um, it can really affect your, your mood as well. And, you know, if you're sad, you're happy you can put on a song and it's kind of kind of like therapy. Your exhibition features both delicate pencil drawings and large oil pen paintings. So how do these different mediums allow you to express your artistic vision differently? Well, I suppose that working in different mediums gives me like freedom and flexibility. So it's, it's nice to jump from one to the other. Um, I also like design and make jewellery and yeah, I bring music into this as well. Um, do you know, it was the first piece I ever made with, um, I was doing a course in NCAD, was uh, from a song by Automata out of this. So um, between, I suppose, the paintings, um, my drawings and jewellery, it's kind of different ways to express myself and kind of, you know, like this, using different mediums and stuff. And it's nice that you can use different mediums for your work and you have a background in fine art and cultural policy as well. So how do you find that you're 
academic has kind of influenced your artistic approach to your work? Well, I went to, uh, well, before I went to um, Limerick, um, like I hated life drawing. Um, and then I had a tutor in first year and she kind of changed my mind. So then my work became a lot, very figurative. I specialise in printmaking um, and I can see techniques that I learned in that come through in, in my work. And when I was doing my diploma, I used a lot of lyrics as well. For my degree, I kind of focused on the soul and the idea of the hummingbirds and they still feature um, in my work. Um, and I suppose after, after Limerick, then I went to NCAD, or sorry, I went to National Galleries of Scotland um, and I worked there for a little while in the gallery of the Andy Warhol exhibition. And then I did, yeah, I suppose when I went to the Masters, um, that was more kind of a business side of things. It was a bit of a shock system because I was writing essays in art all of, and then all of a sudden I was writing essays on finance and law. Um, but I suppose it, it was a great experience and like I, I got to work in the Hugh Lane Gallery for, it was supposed to be for six weeks and I worked there for probably around six months. You know, I was kind of, um, I was in charge of um, organising or archiving one of their, a uh, half their collection of work there. So like it all kind of, you know, kind of the workings of art galleries and stuff like that, I suppose, all that kind of, that's what I got from that, I suppose. You've had some amazing experiences by the sound of it. And it's it's wonderful to know that you've been able to work in, in galleries like this. So for this particular exhibition in Harmony, what sort of stories or emotions do you hope that um, the audience takes away? I suppose I have a few portraits in the, in the, um, in this exhibition. So I kind of, I've always been obsessed with the soul and like with the musicians, I kind of, you know, I focus on their eyes a lot as well and kind of like um, what music means to them. Now in saying that, I do have a picture, uh, the painting of Mick Flannery. His eyes are, you can't see his eyes, but him as a musician is kind of, he always comes across quite shy. Not when he sings, but like before he sings. Um, but I suppose you kind of, cap- you, I'm trying to capture the, um, the musicians and their, their mood. Like when I showed the picture of Ramelda May to her, she was she said it was the first time someone really captured her. Um, and for the for the illustrated songs, um, I, these are what the song lyrics mean to me. It doesn't necessarily mean that people looking at them will actually, you know, see the same. Like every song means something different. So I kind of want people to kind of um, take their own meaning from their from my work. And you said it right when you say that the eyes are important because it is staring into the soul. So I know when you get those right, as Amelda May said, you captured her absolutely incredibly. So I can imagine that that's how you got her is through is through the eyes. So how many paintings in in total will be on display? Um, there is, I think there's around seventeen or eighteen. So I have um, there's seven portraits. Yeah, Christy Dignam. Um, Gavin Friday, Imelda May, Mick Flannery, and John, John Sheehan and uh, Phil Linus. They're the, the portraits. And then I have pieces from Tom Petty's Wildflowers, Jeff Buckley, um, Love You Should Have Come Over, um, Radiohead, News. Um, yeah, they're the kind of pieces that I have in the exhibition. 
And the exhibition itself is running from the 19th of September until the 29th in the atrium Aris Ancante in Mullingar, which is extremely exciting. So this might be a tough question for you, but out of all of the pieces that you have on display, which one would be your favourite and why? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't know, because they all kind of mean something like to me. Um, I do like the... Um, Jeff, the Jeff Buckley piece, the the hummingbird, um, as I kind of said, that I love the idea of the soul. And to me, um, there was a study in 1901 of of a doctor that was kind of trying to measure the idea of the soul or the the weight of the soul, and he came up with the idea that it weighed 21 grams, and 21 grams is the same weight as the hummingbird. So that's why my I love the hummingbird and the soul and all that. Um, and I suppose when I, that's one of my favourite lyrics, um, is that there's a, she's a tear in my soul that hangs forever. Um, and that's what that kind of piece is based on, I suppose. That's one of my favourites, I suppose. That is so beautiful. Oh, this this is be an absolutely amazing exhibition that you've got going on. And I know as, that, as well as that, you have a collaboration with singer Olivia Burke coming up as well in the end of September in Athlone, which would be very exciting. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, I was paying, um, I run art classes in Tullamore in Athlone and um, it's Paint and Pint classes in John Lee's pub and um, she, she asked me if she could come along and sing a few songs during the class. So that's where I met Olivia, and um, then when Culture Night decided, when Culture Night was announced, I asked her would she be interested in kind of doing collaboration. That I would do some, I would do a live art demo, I'd be drawing, and um, Olivia would sing some songs. So she's going to sing some of the songs that um, I used in my pieces here that inspired these pieces, but along with some of her own. Um, some covers and some of her own songs. Again, that's going to be an absolutely amazing night with her. And it sounds really sweet to have the two mixed together like that for that event. For our final question, for anyone that is actually eager to connect with your art and to learn more about your work, where can they go? Claire Guinan Art Facebook. Um, that's me on Facebook and Claire underscore Guinan on Instagram. Or my website is um, ClaireGuinan.com. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. I wish you all the best of luck with your exhibition and with your culture night with Olivia Burke. It'll be an absolutely incredible couple of days and, and ahead for you. So I'm really looking forward to you know what you create in the future because I think the pieces that you've created now from what I've seen are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And if you want to go to one of her art classes that she's holding, she is having one in John Lee's Bar in Tullamore on the... 26th of September from 7 to 9 and if you want tickets for that you can go to ClaireGuinan.com. so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we'll see how MJ Tierney found going from the pitch to the stage right here on Midlands 103 Encore brought to you by the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone from the greatest gigs to the best community shows enjoy it all in the comfort of our newly refurbished theatre your theatre our home DeanCrowTheatre.com you are listening to Encore Midlands 103 with Shannon Fogarty and it's great Great to learn about MJ Tierney's transition from a successful football career to a singer-songwriter. And I am delighted to have him join me tonight to go through his journey. MJ, how are you keeping? Hey, Shannon, how are you? I'm really good, thanks. Good. So talk me through that transition from 
football to music. Yeah, it's been a, a pretty lengthy one, to be honest. Um, I I would have started playing music probably when I was about 13 or 14. My dad is a musician himself and he taught me my first chords and played it pretty consistently up until maybe kind of fifth or sixth year and was in bands for a while. But then uh, sport in terms of rural Ireland, as it tends to do, took over. So I took a hiatus from uh, bands and, and kind of focusing on it for maybe maybe about 10 years, I suppose. But got back into it in the pandemic. And uh, yeah, yeah, it seems to be going pretty well so far. And it is because you have your debut single, Salt on the Rim. So I know that this has an emotional um, view for you. So talk me through the song. Yeah, I um, I probably started getting back into it properly in the pandemic. Um, my my wife, I we well, same as everybody, we were in close quarters, the same as uh, everyone in Ireland. The two kilometres was our radius, and and I joked with her a lot throughout the pandemic about getting back into music. And she ended up landing back with a couple of books and basically the the starter kit and said, "Listen, sick of listening to you, get going with it." And um, so I started messing around and, and kind of writing a couple of songs during the pandemic. But then, unfortunately, towards the tail end of this, one of my best friends passed away. And yeah, the song is, is pretty much about him, but also um, about kind of you know, the, the difficulty in losing someone and the different stages of emotion that you go through throughout it. Um, and it kind of just kind of came to me in one go. No other effort I've ever tried to, to have writing a song came came to me like that. So, yeah, it, it helped me a lot through it, actually, as, as a as a kind of cathartic way of dealing with it, it, it definitely helped. Yeah, because it is a process having to deal with something as emotional as a death of a best friend. So it's, now I've listened to the song and we will, we will play it on the show tonight so everyone can hear it. It's a beautiful piece. How did you find writing it? Did you, did you find it difficult at times? To be honest, no. Um, I, I, I wrote it maybe six months or maybe a little closer to nine months after he passed away. And I took the I took the first six months really, really hard. Really, really hard. He was close in age to me. He was one of my best friends up here in Dublin. <clears throat> and I didn't really know how to deal with it. And in the first maybe three or four months, any kind of thought of him or any reminder of him was really, really, was really tough to take. It was quite kind of difficult, quite upsetting. But then I suppose in, in the way grief does, as, as it kind of moved on, I started to accept it a little bit more. And then I suppose towards the tail end of, of getting used to the fact that, you know, it's part of life and, and, you know, you have to try and get yourself together and move on. Mm. I started to get a bit more joy in memories of him. And, you know, everybody will have that same scenario. You'll be in a shopping center or you'll get a smell or you'll hear a song and it'll remind you of someone you know very important to you. And that was really tough at the start, but towards the end, of, I suppose, the, the grief cycle for me, if you want to call it that, it got a bit easier and every time. And still to this day, you know, last weekend I was down at Electric Picnic and he would have been front and centre there. Luke would have been. And uh, yeah, he, he loved it down there. And, and every so often I'd get a, a memory of myself and himself down there. And it was just, it was nice. It was nice to be able to kind of recall it in that way. So I suppose that's what the song is about. And it's nice to have this as a kind of look back on all the great times. And what do you hope that other people take away from this song? Um. I suppose two things that I, I hope people take away from it. One, I didn't think I could write songs. That's the honest. Um, that's the honest answer. I, I tried for years, and they were terrible. I'll be completely honest. They were, they were terrible songs. They were "I love you" and "I miss you" and "Why did you go?" and and I thought I'd, I'd give it up. I, I didn't. I didn't think I had the ability to do it. But um, for anyone that would be maybe aspiring or, or interested in giving it a go, one thing I'd say is 
go for it. Don't don't give up on it. And, and the second thing I'd say is look into it a bit more. I realized, again, through a bit of research and through some books that, that I would have read, that it takes years for songs to be written. And, you know, part of the, the joy is that the writing process. So, yeah, I've, I've tons of very bad songs written. I've tons of songs that could go somewhere and I've tons of songs that I should never have started. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the song itself that, that I wrote, yeah, I think it's, um, if you give it a go and you put your heart into it, and you stay at it, it it'll come um, and that's definitely what I found for myself and, and one thing I suppose I, I found with the song and, and with putting it out there is you know it was nervous um, it was a nervous experience for me just because you don't know how it's going to be received but you know yourself uh, Midlands my friends tons of tons of you know really positive feedback you know and it's something that um, you kind of put yourself out there and it makes it worthwhile when uh, when you see that it um, yeah it's got a positive reception and it's connected with people and that's absolutely beautiful, as you put it. And I'm very excited because we are going to play your song right now. So if you would like to introduce it here on Midlands 103, I will hit play. Thanks, Shannon. Hope you enjoy it. This is Salt on the Rim. Encore on Midlands 183. Thanks to the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at Lone, with a wide range of flexible spaces, expertise and facilities to make your live stage production, corporate event or community function a success. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com you are back with Shannon Fogarty and Encore here on Midlands 103. And Port Arlington will celebrate the 18th Culture Night with a series of events organised by the Port Art Collective and supported by Leash County Council on Friday, September 22nd. There will be music, poetry, art, laughter, conversation and joy. And to tell us more on what will be happening, I have Mark Gavin and Catherine Terrett on the phone to talk us through it all. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank, Thank you, you for very having much, you. You're very good. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to be here. So, Mark, talk us through how this year's special event will go in Port Arlington. Yeah, I suppose so. In some ways, like kind of the the background to the the art collective, like there was a kind of a there was a nascent sort of movement, uh, just like kind of creative people in the town, and so we got together about two years ago, and we discovered there's a huge amount, a really eclectic mixture of like artists, and what you see on the art crawl is there's poets, there's musicians, there's crafters, there's authors, there's illustrators, there's street art. So we were just kind of lucky. It was something that came out of COVID, I guess, like where we started to stay more in the town. We met each other and this has kind of blossomed into what we now have our, our second art crawl, you know. And the concept actually for the art crawl, I'll let Katie go for that one there because it was actually her her idea to bring it in last year, which was great, you know. So yeah, yeah um, what's the art, what is this art crawl? So it originally came about for one of my friends that I met online from um, Louisiana. They have, in their town, they have several galleries that they can go from one call to the next to the next. So I was looking at Port Arlington and what way we could adapt it to suit ourselves. So there's cafes, there's the Catholic club, there's um, there's the library. So we had kind of adapted it to make it our own, basically. That sounds extremely exciting. And it's a great way to get a load of businesses and people together for this. Yeah, it's very much a community event. And there's a, a lot that's happening across the day. And I know David Butler's presentation on the illustrated life of Michael Collins. That sounds very uh, intriguing. Yeah. So we have various um, uh, happening in the library um, to kick it off on the night. But we also earlier in the day, we have some street art um, happening down in Main Street um, in, in collaboration with the artists from Forest Fest that happened back in June, July. Um um, and then in the library we'll have my Brat Breeder, um with the St. Bridges Cloaks um, 
Then we'll have Made with Nuts, uh, which is macrame, and then obviously Dave with the Michael Collins book. Um, and that's just to start it off on the night. <laughs> I think even just the, that's it, there's, there's some great stuff there, like even the street art. So you might have heard of um, ADW. So you'd actually see his yeah. work at the very start of Belfast, the film. And there's a number yeah. of other artists. So again, we've been really lucky. We've done the last two Forest Fests. We were part of that. And uh, one of the things that, that was done there was kind of live street art. So ADW had got um, a lot of you know people that he knows, and they're, they're, they're really top class uh, artists like DMC, Kina, MX, Dirty Cloud. There's loads of them there, and they're going to be displaying their boards down just opposite the cinema, where the market square has actually been done up at the moment. And the thing is, if you look at the cinema, it's actually ADW's mural there into the west, which was also, uh, it was shot, a little bit was shot in the cinema as well. So that's kind of just to kick the day off, and then absolutely we go down to the library then after that. And it's nice to see that the street art is coming out more and people are getting more involved in that. And it's not just seen as something that's graffiti. It's something that's more beautiful and and being taken more seriously. Especially in the media. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, just for, for example, at Forest Fest, everybody were taking their selfies with it. That means more people are seeing that person's work. It, it, It continues that piece for longer than it normally would otherwise. And that's very true. So, Catherine, for the entire day itself, this might not be an easy question. I'm going to ask it of you both. But what <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most for Culture Night in Port Arlington? To be honest, there's such a varied um, amount of things happening on the night, from spoken word to um, some photography to artwork in IMK Art Studio. Um, we've got the Ukrainian Choir. We've got the Georgian Choir. We've got the Port Arlington Concert Band. We've got a poet called Pat Boren. He's going to do some of his poetry with a, uh, with a video that he's made to go along with it. We've some um, visual artists, so Mary Seven and Pauline Highland. We've um, Vasily. Um, he's a, is he Hungarian, Mark? He's from um, Georgia. Yeah. Or Georgia. George, yeah, he's a Georgian artist, a sculpture artist. And then we have Frank Smith, who's a photography. We've um, Philip Kral, who's a DJ, who's going to do like a jazz set on the night in the cafe while Frank's showing his work. Then we'll, the big thing is we'll end up in the Anvil Inn on the night and we'll just listen to um, some very talent, very talented groups in the town. Um, so we have the likes of Thanks Mom, Dopamine, um, Insomniacs. And we've also got Adam Cullen, who's going to do some of his work. Uh, Aaron Cooper, Conor McLaughlin. There's just so many people, and there's just it just opens my eyes to actually what is in the town. There's so much going on, and like people don't even realize it. So things like Culture Night are perfect to show what's on our doorsteps. Um, and like as I say, this is the second year we've ran the Port Art Crawl in association with um, Culture Night and Leash County Council and the Arts Office, but. It's 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 getting bigger and bigger each year. This is our second year, and people are wanting to see it again and again. So we get we got great feedback last year, and I think I I could not choose what what's the thing that I want to see because there's just so much, and it's so great to see that there's vibrancy and something interesting in coming into the town because you know we there was nothing for two years during lockdown, and it's just great to see people coming out again and interacting and displaying the work that they may have worked like I know my I'm showing some of my work that well I uh, showed before but um, you know I worked on this stuff during lockdown as well like anybody else did so it's what kept our mental health going kept us sane you know it's it's 
gives us life to to have this outlet. Um, so I think Culture Night being the 18th year uh, and overall in the in the country is it's just it's great to see it happening and that there is an outlet for all artists and um, to be able to get involved involved with something like this. And it's and very true because there's such a variety, so there'd be something there for everyone. So, Mark, just quickly to you, what are you looking forward to the most? Yeah, I suppose look, it really kind of touches on. I know, Kitty, you mentioned there already about the kind of the community aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd love to see. There's a lot of stuff on. See, in the library there, you got the brand breeds, and uh, there's even like we've got lots of other groups there, like the Crafty Greens and the Green Up as well too. And it's very community focused. Like, they're very accessible groups. So even people that come along. I'd love to see if people come. They might actually be interested in joining as well too. There's some great stuff that they can they can take part in as well. And just the one I touch on quickly, like uh, the lineup in the Port Sounds afterwards. So all those bands have all played at Forest Fest. So that's the kind of the standard that you're looking at. Like either they played on the Perfect Day stage or they played with us as well too. So it really is like absolutely top quality. You know, kind of music that's coming after the the all the the walk through the town and all the all the stuff that's on display there. You know, it's a cracking way to to kind of round off the night. Um, so I think that that's going to be a brilliant thing too for for anyone who's coming along if they can manage to stay the whole course it's until midnight I feel like in the next few years this Culture Night is going to flow into a two day or a weekend event because there's just so <laughs> much that happens in one night and I know everyone wants to try and get to everything but for anyone that's not sure what's happening where can they get more information? I'll let you handle that, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll tell you what, so at the moment we're putting up posters all over the place. Um, Instagram. So if you go to the Port Art Collective on Instagram, there's going to be all the all the um, acts and all the different sort of uh, crafters and poets and all that sort of stuff that are coming up. They're going to be posting to our Instagram um, site all through the week and also on Facebook as well too. You'll be able to find it there. Um, and there's, a, there's also just a high level kind of uh, outline of the venues and the times as well is very handy if you try to work out like you know what kind of reach you'd like to do it's a great thing to, to check out that is lovely Mark, Catherine thank you so much for joining me on the show and enjoy Culture Night on September 22nd thanks for having thanks us so much, much appreciated that is amazing so if you're around Port Arlington on that night make sure you go and check out one of the amount of events that they have on it'll be an amazing night but next on the show a musician and composer of a very special world premiere event happening at the Dunamay's Arts Centre will join me right here on Midlands 103 Encore, in association with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at Cologne. Our bright and airy AIB gallery and cosy theatre bar can cater for smaller private events too. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com This is Shannon Fogarty with Encore on Midlands 103. And I am joined now by Pork Wren, who's a musician and a composer who is having a very special world premiere event happening at the Dunamay's Arts Centre on Culture Night, Friday, September 22nd. Pork, thank you for coming on to the show tonight. Thanks for having me Shannon. Lovely to chat to you. So talk to me about this unique collaboration between Notify and Seamus and Quiva that you have coming up in the Dunamay's Art Centre. Yeah so it's a a collaboration between I guess our type of music is contemporary Irish traditional music and then uh, Seamus and Quiva come from Shanos from the purest of traditional Irish singing in Irish and we're combining the band with the great duet. And yeah, a lot of our music is, it's a mixture between uh, newly composed melodies and then Seamus and Quiva have brought a lot of the really old traditional Irish songs, especially from the Connemara region together. So yeah, it should be a lovely night. 
It is, and it's intriguing that you have these two types of music put together. So how did this collaboration come about? Um, it, well, maybe about two years ago, uh, the Arts Council of Ireland, uh, we were approached to create the collaboration between our type of music and investigating how that could work with Chanos uh, singing. So um, I reached out to Seamus first and asked if himself and Quiva would be interested and it was mighty. They jumped at the chance and we loved their singing. And uh, it was just the perfect opportunity then for us to create music. And it was very much create the music together and see where it would lead us. And how did you find working together and making this all fit? Did you find that the whole process was easy? Yeah, very easy because uh, both Seamus and Quiva are just absolutely amazing, to be honest. Musically, um, they, you know, they can create music well beyond their years they're still very young and their minds their creative minds are just so advanced that it made it extremely easy to work with them and then I guess as personalities go they're so easygoing and lovely to work with as are the rest of the crew in Notify so it just made it we got into a room basically and we started throwing ideas at each other and didn't put any boundaries up and it just naturally flowed into what you're going to hear on Friday night in the Dunamish Theatre. Which is very exciting. And I mean, this has been in the making for quite some time. So from day one to where it is now, how are you feeling about performing with them on Friday? I'm very much at ease. Yeah, it'll be very natural. We're, we're well rehearsed. Uh, we know the music really well. Uh, both Seamus and Quiva record as uh, guests on our new album as well. So which will be out in February. So we're, we know the material really well. And yeah, we're really excited about performing. It's a beautiful theatre. Um, I haven't played there myself in a couple of years now, so I'm really looking forward to be back, uh, especially with Notify and James and Quiva. And I know that you're going to celebrate 10 years since the formation of Notify. So what does it mean to you to present the premiere of tracks from your new album at you know in this band's history at this junction? Yeah, it's going to be really enjoyable. So we've, yeah, it has, it's 10 years basically since the band formed. So there was a solo, I brought a solo album out 10 years ago, which was called Notify. And that's evolved into a band, a touring band. So we have been on the go for 10 years. And yeah, it'll be amazing just to get this new music on stage and to let people hear us. So we'll be doing mostly new music from the album, but we'll also be throwing in a few of the, the old hits from over the last 10 years as well, which hopefully the audience will enjoy. And it's exciting to be able to play your new music because as you said, your album isn't out until February. So you're giving the audience a bit of a taste of what they can expect when they go to buy your new album in February. Exactly, yeah. So it's the, it's the first time that people will hear this music uh, from the new album. So we actually performed with Seamus and Quiva in Glasgow in January for Celtic Connections. We had a lovely concert over there, but we didn't play any of the music from the album. So this will be the first time we'll be premiering uh, the music from the album. So it's, yeah, I guess we're cautiously nervous <laughs> <laughs> and excited about it all. But it, it will be perfect. We're, we're well rehearsed and well used for it at this stage. So it'll all be, it'll be a lovely evening. Oh, and it will be perfect. So what are you hoping that the audience takes away from your music and from the night? Well, hopefully they'll get a sense of, you know, what, what can happen 
when you don't or when you let your guard down musically as in if you're willing to collaborate with different genres so um it's going to be a lot of a lot of the singing is going to be in Irish the majority of it so um I'm sure some of the audience may not have heard Chanos before and they may not have heard this in this form either within this collaboration and maybe a lot of the listeners wouldn't have heard our music before as well so you're bringing two new audiences together and I'm sure they'll they'll all find little nuggets that they haven't heard before so that's that's what we're striving for uh that new listeners might hear something that they enjoy and might investigate even not with ourselves but investigate different types of music you know in a similar pattern than when they get get away from the concert and it's beautiful that you've you managed to work these two different sort of areas together to have this concert and it's a it's a leap that you've taken but it, it you know be able to produce what you've produced and to have it on stage and to put it together for an audience to go and enjoy is amazing yeah it, it does come pretty natural to us so within notify a lot of the musicians and the band both myself and tara breen come from the traditional irish music backgrounds then davy Adam, Rory and Hugh, they're, they'd be very well known in uh, the jazz music scene. So you already have a lot of uh, collaborating there, uh, even though when I say they come from the jazz scene, you know, they've, they've worked within folk music a lot as well. So it's, it is very natural to them. But uh, the collaboration has been naturally happening over the last number of years within this group anyway. So it's... Um, yeah, we love to reach out and work with many different artists. We also have Tyler Duncan on the album. Actually, Tyler is uh, from Michigan and he's an Ellen Piper. And yeah, we any opportunity to work with uh, diverse genres and musicians from different backgrounds, we absolutely love it. And that's amazing. So I know we're going to play the show out with The Strangest Things, which is from your new album. But just before I let you go, for your show on Friday, December 22nd in the Dunamaze Centre, where can people get tickets? So they can get tickets directly from their website. Um, The tickets are free because it's culture nice, but you do need to book them in advance. And as far as I know, they've been flying out. So uh, get in quickly if you're interested. And it'll be a very exciting night. I will let you go because I know you were probably aiming to get on the stage very, very soon. Pork, thank right. you so, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me tonight, and enjoy your your evening. Thanks so much, Shannon. Talk to you soon. So if you are interested, I am going to play The Strangest Thing from their new album in just a moment now. But it is an absolutely amazing piece that they have put together. So. I hope you have enjoyed this evening's show. It has gone so quick. This hour always goes by so quick. And remember, if you want to listen back to any of the interviews that you've heard, you'll be able to find it on podcasts on midlands103.com. Tomorrow, I will have it all up for you. But of course, you've listened back to any of them that are up there already. I'll be back here next Thursday with more of what's been happening in the arts in Leash Offley and Westmead. And of course, if you want to be included on the show, you can email me on core at midlands103.com. Stay here on midlands 103 because Joe Cooney is up after the 8 o'clock news with Country Roads. Have a great weekend. I will chat to you next week. And here is the beautiful piece, The Strangest Thing, on Encore here on Midlands 103. Midlands 183's Encore with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Live theatre, drama, dance, music, comedy, musical theatre, panto. Your home of entertainment for all. DeanCrowTheatre.com